my God, we made it to Friday, November 20th. You're still at home. There's new restrictions. I don't know if it's starting today or tomorrow. LA is going to be shut down. Starting 10 p.m., nobody could go out. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host for tonight's show. We are going to get into it. There's a lot of articles that I like to talk about personally. But before that, I always start this. How are you doing? You doing well? You doing good? I know I am. Um, Yeah, so it's a it's a Friday. Yes, and of course my lines are always open for you guys. If if you guys want, you guys could give me a call at area code eight one eight nine three four 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 eight zero. Once again, eight one eight nine three four 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 eight zero. Go ahead and give me a call if you want to talk to your boy. Other than that, man, if you want to support my work, I know I do this Monday through Saturday on a daily. Um, you could uh, there's my little Venmo thing right there. Hopefully you guys can send me some money because if you do, oh yeah. You know that's what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. <sighs> for my people on Twitch, uh, thank you for my people on Twitch because this is what I got to say for my people on Twitch. Uh, I'm starting my channel. Uh, you know, I've got a whopping 30 followers. Thank you, guys. And um, um, doing this show under the podcast, talk shows and podcasts, I would say um, group, right? And what I've been doing on Twitch is I've been supporting the local people that's podcasting and doing the talk shows as well. And I think that's what we, you know, that's what we all should do. You know, especially uh, during this pandemic, uh, you know, you, you people are live streaming more, people are making more content, people are are being more, you know, comfortable with these live streams, and all the power to them. You know what I mean? And I think we should do nothing but support other streamers. So, and I've been finding a lot of support, uh, not only uh, Facebook and um, uh, my people. On, there's some people on Periscope that often chimes in, and uh, people on D Live. But you know, I'm trying to make uh, Twitch a thing. You know, and uh, Twitch is uh, hard to get your. It's 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 hard to get the wheels going on Twitch because Twitch has become infamously saturated with good content. And when I say good content, I meant I mean, good production in content. You know what I mean? <sighs> what did Rob send me? Rob, uh, my friend Rob DeRosha sent me something. Let me see. It goes both ways, dog. <laughs> There's more on one side. Of course, that's a given. Of course, that's a given. How many examples? How many examples you got? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, um, 
what uh which what should we do right now guys should we just uh go straight in our article uh first off um i just made my wife watch the fresh prince family reunion if you guys have watched that that's freaking amazing nothing nothing but uh crying either the people that's on it and the people that's watching it <laughs> It was a uh, it was a good uh, it was a good documentary, you know, and um, I've I've got to give it a ten out of ten. But I'm gonna give my analysis of it later because that's probably one of the last tabs that we're gonna go ahead and, uh, ahead and tackle in this show. Um, other than that, guys, headshot. Yes, let me go ahead and turn on this music. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Mm. Ah, let's go ahead and take our time, guys. Should we start with news from the Daily Wire? Pennsylvania GOP slams Dominion system for canceling on given testimony. On Friday, Republican members of the state government committee slammed Dominion voting systems after Dominion company canceled a scheduled appearance to discuss voting irregularities. Now, okay, so look, man, if it loses, it loses. But when you have examples like this, when you have the voting, when you have the people that's in charge of the Dominion voting system, not being able to appear and actually just talking about their systems and the irregularities of their system. A person like me has to be a little skeptical. I have to be. The Pennsylvania House Republican suite of transparency is key for our uh, election security. Dominion voting systems software is asking us to give them only blind trust. We're very disappointed in Dominion's last minute, last minute cancellation in today's hearing. That is so true, man. Where is the transparency, man? And by the way, um, I don't know what, I don't know what, um, um, I think the German, uh, the Germany PD, the police department from, from Germany raided, uh, our servers in Germany, in Germany. What is our servers doing offshore? What is our servers why uh, what's what is the point of having servers on another like continent man that was just weird to me because uh one uh one of my friends actually sent me the article and i was just whole i was just weirded out by the whole thing you know what i mean you know at at, at 2024 when we elect the next president right there you know just voter id show up to the polls with your damn id and that's the way, you know, no more of this mail-in freaking bullcrap, man. If, if you really can't make it to the polls, apply for an absentee ballot, man. Apply for an absentee ballot, and then we could, that's it. 
no more of this freaking uh, universal mail-in ballots because what we've known during this election of this mail-in bullcrap is it's it, 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 too much work man not only too much work it's there's too much drama too much drama with this freaking mail-in stuff and then you got dominion on top of that this software cheese <sighs> i think made in venezuela has been known to have uh, transparency issues. Has been known to like, you know. To have the benefit on one side. <laughs> Representative Don Kiefer later said at a press conference on Friday that the GOP members had questions such as. Were test runs or were test runs done conducted before the elections? Uh, were they done after the elections? She added, "How do we know? Does Dominion use open source software so observers can go ahead and see exactly what switches are being turned on and turned off? We don't know. More moreover, how tightly controlled is the source code and who has control of that source code? This is all legitimate questions. All legitimate questions coming from." Uh, Representative Don Kiefer, okay? I don't even know if Dominion is is a government pro... I, I don't know. Are, are, are they a, a, a private sector company? Because if they are, that's dangerous too. Where is the transparency, man? Committee member Representative Seth Grove snapped, Instead of running towards the light... The light of honesty and integrity, Dominion voting systems retreated to their darkness. Why? Why would a vendor of public goods fear discussing their products sold to the public for the public good? If Dominion's products were successful and operated as they were supposed to be, they wouldn't. Uh, why wouldn't Dominion take the opportunity to publicly review its success? Why? What is Dominion hiding? I ask you. What? What are they hiding? Look, man, I, I, I wish I, I want there to be 100 percent integrity in the elections, man. But then, uh, you know, when when the company that's in charge of tallying up the votes, it's not is not being transparent. What do you want a skeptic to do? What do you want? What is it? <laughs> this just does not make sense, man. It, it 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 just it just it just does not make sense to me <coughs> claiming that dominion had not released any post-election evidence to prove their results were accurate he queried how hard is it to say our ballot machines worked exactly as promised and they are 100 percent accurate if they have nothing to hide why are they hiding it from us that is that's a legitimate question man Grove referred to the roughly 1.3 million Pennsylvania voters whose ballots were tabulated by Dominion, claiming that Dominion, quote, has hung you out to dry and slapped you in your faces. Not only are Pennsylvanians more skeptical, but the actions of Dominion voting systems last night lent credibility to their accusers' accusations, unquote. Dominion has been accused by Cindy Powell, Rudy Giuliani, attorneys for President Donald Trump's campaign of utilizing software originally designed for venezuelan socialist uh leader hugo chavez this is so true i said this in the beginning of the article powell stated on thursday 
uh, quote, what we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China to in, uh, in the interference with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion vo voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the director at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. Now we all know um, how much of a good guy Uver Ch uh, Hugo Chavez is, right, guys? <laughs> in your face, sucker! No. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look man, these are these are uh, uh serious a uh, accusations. These are serious claims um being said by the Trump campaign. Very very serious. And, and here here's the thing, like um I have not seen the evidence yet, so I can't really take this too seriously, but I am taking it seriously. I need to see hard evidence. Where's the Kraken, right? And of, of course, you know, if you're a lawyer, you don't want to release all the information at once. You don't. It, 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 it'd be stupid. You know, there's a legal process. It, uh, this, this whole thing is being battled in the courts. So let them go ahead and battle it in the courts. I could give my commentary. You guys could give your commentary on this whole election thing, you know. But at, at the same time, we're... we're we are blocked from seeing what we need to see because of either the court system and Dominion because of people on the Dominion side. <sighs> Dominion countered Powell's claims as Fox News reported stating, the latest flood of absurdities is uh, deeply concerning, not just for Dominion, but also for a dedicated state and local partners and the electoral process on hold. Dominion is plainly a nonpartisan American company with no ties to Venezuela or Cuba. Vote counts are conducted by county and state election officials, not by Dominion or any other election technology company. Our systems support tabulation by those officials alone. Okay. The company was founded in 2002 in Toronto and had a, uh, and has a U.S. headquarters in Denver. Fox notes in a statement released Thursday or Tuesday, Dominion categorically denied false accusations about vote switching and software issues with their systems. According to a joint statement by the federal government agency in over, that oversees U.S. election security, the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, there is no evidence that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed vote, or was in any way compromised, Dominion states in the release. The government and private sector councils this, uh, that support this mission called the 2020 election the most secure in American history. Of course, that's what you would say if you were on Team Dominion, right? If you're on Team Dominion, you would say anything in your power to be like, yo, you know what? There's uh, there, there's really no irregularities. Just a couple here and there. Just uh, nothing, no nothing to see here. <laughs> While somebody gets shot. We better call the police, guys. Better call the police.
Okay. <laughs> Time's ticking, man. Release the Kraken already, guys. That's all I gotta say, man. Release. Release the Kraken. Or else we could just throw this whole election down the drain, man. Hey, if Biden's my president, it's only four years, right? It's only four years. Hey. It's only four years, man. Of course, if it's Trump, it's uh, it's like forever, right? Because uh, that's what the left's been saying. <laughs> USA Today reports Teens glued to screens in COVID pandemic Need sleep and reality, uh, reality checks Experts say You don't say Young people have turned to digital devices to fill holes left by COVID-19 pandemic, a practice that elevates depression, anxiety, and hopelessness, suggests a California study released Wednesday. Quote, our kids were built to live their lives chained to supercomputers, said Jennifer Siebel Newsom, who is married to California governor and founder to California governor and founder of the California Partners Project, which wrote the study alongside the Child Mind Institute. Oh, wow. She's, she's uh, married to uh, a real-life authoritarian, huh? Quote, COVID has really shown us how damaging this normal uh, is to our kids' mental health, unquote. The problem here, the problem is not a new one. Even before COVID-19, 95% of teens could access a smartphone and spent multiple hours a day on a screen, according to a Pew Research Center in 2019. But in March, schools across the nation closed and shelter-in-place uh, requirements forced many teens home. Look, man, uh, I'll be, I'll, man, I'll be the first one to tell you that kids today are in trouble. Of course, there was a couple live streams ago. I, I was talking about a kid that kayaked with his family. Ten years old, he was like kayaking, and I'm like, look at, look at this guy. This guy's freaking awesome, right? But then, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I just, I know, I know this for a fact. I know this for a good damn fact that kids in the future are in trouble, especially if they continue to use social media, especially if TikTok, if they continue to give information to the Chinese Communist Party, man, we are in trouble, man. And I know it's saying, oh, what does that have to do with it? Look, man, all, all, all I'm saying is social media is, is an evil. I, I mean, look, man, I don't even like spending uh, spending time on it, but I have to because of the nature of, of what I do. I have to promote this live stream and everything else. And, you know, social media is a disease, you know. The Internet, the Internet is a damn disease. <laughs> the Internet is a damn disease. I just hope everybody that's watching this on their mobile or on their computer understands that there's other um, there's other things that bring them joy other than uh, social media and the computer, right? Because it seems like it seems like a majority of the people are on social media just trying to either post pictures or post videos of the best of themselves, and I am not a fool. 
I could see exactly through them. I'm like, the more pictures you put of positivity and living life to the fullest, the more I think, the more depressed you are. That's it. That, that's just it. You know, the more you post pictures and the more you post videos about, hey, look at me, look at me, and I'm doing the thing, and uh, look at, I'm, 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 uh, uh, climbing Mount, I'm climbing Mount Everest. Look at me, I'm on top of Half Dome with my dog. I carried him all the way up here. Man, you are on the verge of suicide, dog. <laughs> I mean, right? It's a cancer, bro. You got pawns, huh? Yeah. So, it's kind of depressing, guys. Let's go on to this article. <coughs> Routers reports Britain hopes Christmas can be saved as COVID. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Routers reports Britain hopes Christmas can be saved as COVID cases flatten. Britain could ease stringent COVID-19 rules to allow families to gather for Christmas as signs indicate that coronavirus cases are starting to flan as a result of current lockdowns. Health Security Matt Hancock said on Friday. Huh? Well, I know, man. You know, sure. The United Kingdom uh, has the worst official COVID-19 death toll in Europe. And Prime Minister Boris Johnson has imposed some of the most stringent uh, curbs in peacetime history in an attempt to halt the spread of the coronavirus <clears throat> but heading into holiday season the government faces a dilemma to ease restrictions with the risk of renewed spread of the disease and death or to ban large get-togethers quote it of course won't be like a normal christmas there will be have to be uh, there will have to be rules in place unquote uh, unquote hancock told sky news he said he hoped that restrictions which include a strict lockdown in England, could be eased to, quote, allow for a bit more of that normal Christmas that people really look forward to, unquote. Look, man. Like what I said before. We can't bend the knee to this damn virus, right? It's freaking Christmas, bro. You protect the susceptible. You don't hug your grandma. You don't hug your mom. You make sure they're in a separate room. But for everybody else, they could gather for Christmas, okay? Give them hydroxychloroquine or something. And plus, hey, we all know that lockdowns don't work. Right? Italy locked down. France locked down. And they're up in a, uh, you know, they're getting the second wave now. So it doesn't work. And I know what lockdowns are supposed to do. They're supposed to curb the amount of uh, patients that the hospitals are seeing. But I think uh, I, I would think most hospital, uh, most hospitals, especially in uh, first-class countries, will be okay with that. Of course, if you disagree, uh, disagree with me, uh, let me know in the comments. 
Hancock said he was working with the developed administrations in Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, which managed their own policies on com combating the pandemic for a UK-wide approach to uh, rules for Christmas. The head of London's Metropolitan Police, Chrisita Dick, said that while police might try to stop wild parties, they were better uses of police time than trying to catch families out. Yep, that's so true, man. That's so true. And plus, I don't think police want... I would assume police across the world don't want to freaking shut down a party, especially if the party involves a freaking family. That's like uh, evil, right? Oh yeah, let's let's go take a look at entertainment news. is the news articles bro come on man i'm always just trying to look for stuff what's this let's take a look People reports saved by the Bell Stars reflect on returning to Bayside High for reboot. It blew my mind. <laughs> the stars of the upcoming Saved by the Bell reboot, both old and new, are reflecting on what it is like stepping onto the Bayside High set. In the new featurette exclusively debut, uh, debuted by People and courtesy of Peacock, the show's original stars Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Barkley, Discuss the experience alongside newcomers Josie Toda, Haskari Velasquez, and more. The reboot premieres on Peacock next week. It was sort of a trip stepping back into the Saved by the Bell set, says Lopez, uh, says Lopez 47. The actor played Bayside High School jock A.C. Slater in the 90s sitcom, which ran for about four seasons on NBC from 1989 to 1993. He's returning in the reboot as the school's new gym teacher. What? <laughs> The best part of this modern version is not having to rock that mullet I had back in the days. Oh, God, I hope not, dude. Lopez jokes that the uh, hairdo he sported at the time and then seeing the old gang back together again. That's a lot of fun. Barkley, who is reprising her role as Jesse Soprano or uh, Jesse Spano, agrees. Quote, the last the minute I stepped onto the max into the max. 
It blew my mind, she says, referring to the high school hangout spot featured in the show. And filming scenes with Lopez was just like old times. Having that history, there's always something funny or an inside joke, and there's so, uh, and there's there's so such comfort in that. Says Barkley forty eight. I forgot Tiffany Ander, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is here too. John Michael Higgins, who played Principal Todd, Todman. Uh, confirms the close relation between Lopez and Barkley, saying, "Quote: I mean, the way they were inter, I mean, the way, the way they interact with the cameras, not running. You can tell that they've been through something. As for the new cast members joining the cast, was a true pleasure. Quote: For me, stepping into Bayside was like a dream come true," says Dexter Durden, who plays Devante. I mean, I loved watching the show. Look, man, I mean. I was a big fan of the show, and it seems it seems inevitable that a Saved by the Bell reboot was gonna be rebooted, right? It seems like when Hollywood is out of ideas, they just reboot shit. You know, I'm I'm still waiting for the Top Gun, for the new Top Gun movie with Tom Cruise to to come out. I'm 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 definitely waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. I'm um, uh, I've. I've heard that uh, Big Trouble in Little China was gonna be rebooted. I don't know if it's gonna be a sequel or I don't know if they're gonna reboot the whole thing. But man, I'm just I'm just ready for that. I'm ready, man. Are you guys gonna watch the new Saved by the Bell? Uh, Saved by the Bell reboot, by the way. I, I I'm not because it's not it's just not gonna be the same. And plus, look look look, look man, I know. I know Elizabeth Barkley, Tiffany Abertheson, uh, you know, all them guys. Look at look at that picture. They're all having fun, but it seems like they're reaching. I don't know how good this series is going to be. I hope it's going to be good. I hope every series that everybody makes is going to be good. What are you saying? Hey, what's up, Jordan? How the fuck are you doing this Friday night? Got any plans tomorrow, man? Uh, I, well, my wife is currently walking the dogs. And once we, you know, she walks the dogs, then uh, we're going to go work. And I'm going to end this live stream. But no, as, uh, as far as tomorrow, I, I just got work in the morning, bro. I just uh, got work in the morning. And then, uh, and I plan to live stream in the afternoon. So that that's, that's, that's basically... Yeah, that that's basically my schedule, man. By the way, um, I don't even know how how old are you? Did did you watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or uh, Saved by the Bell? Oh man, uh, we're doing Postmates. Yeah, we 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 deliver the food, bruh. That's what we do. Did you ever watch like Fresh Prince of Bel Air or um, Saved by the Bell? Were you were you uh, were you a fan of those? Yeah? Oh, you okay? So Fresh Prince, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, um, I don't know if you saw a couple days ago, but um, Fresh Prince, um, French Prince, uh, they had a reunion. It's on HBO. Uh, actually, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about that next. Actually, uh. 
So HBO decided to do a documentary of a uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Was it my my buddy does Postmates and loves it, makes his own time. Nobody that's why that that's why I love doing Postmates, bro. You know what I mean? That's what I do. But yeah, man. Um, the Fresh Prince reunion on HBO. I watched it yesterday, and I watched it. I watched it twice because it was just so good, right? And uh, here's the thing about the 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 Fresh Prince reunion is like I watched every single episode. Each episode was great, you know. And there was a lot of stuff, a a a lot of things that happened in that reunion that just made me cry. Yeah, it made me cry, man. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but if you were a fan of the show. Man, it was a great, great documentary, and just one story in particular was the moms. Uh, like everybody knew, the 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 first three seasons was a different mother than the last three or four seasons, right? They were two there, and and there was some drama that happened, and 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 they went all through that. Uh, you know, they dissected that, and. Man, it was just amazing to see. I'm not gonna give anything away. All I could just tell you is the the the, the original mother met the other mother in the doc and in, in in the reunion, and it was just like, man, I I started bawling, man, I started bawling. <laughs> and then they gave a dedication to James Avery, which uh, who played Uncle Phil in the show, and I was just like, oh my god. Man, that show! I watched a lot of shows, man, and that show definitely impacted. It, it, you know, that show was one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. That um, Martin too. I was a big fan of Martin. Yeah, Uncle Phil died in 2013. Avery James, rest in peace, buddy. Mwah. But man, I watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I watched Martin. You know, I watch Family Matters. I watch Full House. I watch Married with Children, Seinfeld. I watched a lot of Friends. There were shows that I watched that still stick with me, and that's very nostalgic. I'm waiting for the Friends reunion. I always hate trying to admit that, but I'm a big fan of Friends, man. I'm a big fan of Friends, dude. Yeah, it's been that long, bro. It's been that long, dude. Been that long, brother. I mean, what shows did you watch? I mean, I, you know, quite frankly, I, don't, uh, I I forgot how old you are. I don't I don't even know if 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 we're on the same same uh, uh, length uh, as far as uh, what shows that we've watched. You're you're probably younger than me, man. Oh yeah. You're like a decade old, uh, uh, younger than me, bro. So you definitely have your shows that you've watched that I probably didn't watch. You know what I mean? Like I think, um, yeah, you were. You were definitely at the ending years of my show, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
I I didn't even know. Like I'm a big Friends guy. I'm a big Seinfeld guy. I I haven't watched every single episode of Seinfeld, but I've watched a lot of Seinfeld, and uh, I, I I was a big fan. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, man. I mean, sitcoms is a thing, man. And 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 it's just a shame that we can't watch sit sitcom. You know, sitcoms are not being made. They're not gonna be the same. With the emergence of Amazon, Netflix, and all this stuff, I mean, you know, I mean, why would a studio spend that kind of money for a live audience when they could practically get the same financially from doing a show, uh, you know, being released on Amazon Prime and stuff? No, I did not watch Texas Ranger. I can't. No, I, I I didn't watch Stargate either. I watched. I I love Stargate the movie. Stargate the movie was good. I love Kevin Spacey and I I think it was Kurt Russell in, in uh, Stargate the movie, right? I I love that movie. No, I, all three of them I did not watch. No man. I want to get into like Battlestar Galactica, but you know. I want to get into uh, uh, Star Trek too. I gave it a couple episodes. Uh, the, the Next Generation. I watched a couple episodes uh, of of that, you know. But you know, it was really never my thing, man. Like I'm old school. I'm like Knight Rider, A Team. <laughs> very very old school, dude. I watched a ton of sci-fi as a kid and it was always like 10 years behind. <laughs> what was your favorite though? Oh yeah, here here's a question. Without without even thinking about it, Jordan. Just 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 start typing away. Your favorite sci-fi film of all time. Go ahead. I'll give you a couple seconds. Just give me the title, Doug. Oh man, just 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 give me a title. The first one that pops in your head, man. First one that pops in your head. Your favorite sci-fi movie of all times. Go ahead. First one that pops in your head, dude. Interstellar. Wow. Damn, Jordan Interstellar. Interstellar is a it's a great movie. But that's not, you know, I would I would put man, I would put a a, a gang of other movies on top of that. <laughs> bro, bro. Bro. <laughs> I would put gosh, man, I would put The Matrix up there. You know what? Let's do it justice, man. Let's do this. Best sci-fi movies of all time.
150? I don't want 150, man. Let's just go top 20. Top, top, top 20. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go top 20. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do 150. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Hell yes. Yes. All right. This is from, this is from Ron Tomatoes. Best 150 sci-fi films of all time, but we don't have 150 kind of time, so we're just going to work with number 20. Number 20, A Clockwork Orange. Okay, very, very good film. Stanley Kubrick, original, I agree. Robocop, that's a good one, yes. 18, The Day the Earth Stood Still, the 1951 version, not the Tom Cruise version. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Robocop is definitely dope as fuck. Akira 17. Yep, Akira was definitely good. Children of Men. That's 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 a, that's a weird one. I don't know if I should put it in the top 20, though. The Terminator, of course. I You know, I would love to see this in the top 10. Uh, Live, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, very, very good. Aliens at number 13, yes. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, 1980 at number 12. The Thing at number uh, 11. Mad Max, the 2015 version, number 10. What? What about the original Mad Max? It must be down there. It must be. <laughs> number 9, Alien, the 1979. Terminator 2, there you go. Number 8, I agree with that. Inception, oh yes. Inception was a mindfuck, bro. Yeah, dude, I love to, yeah. I, I, I love Mad Max in, in 2015, dude. That was that that was a good one. But the original Mad Max was a shit, though, man. Inception, number seven, was definitely good. Matrix, number six. Okay, see, this is a top ten. This is, this, is, this is a good list. Definitely a good list. At number five, Star Wars, 1977, A New Hope. Okay. Metropolis, 1927. I've never seen that. I've never seen Metropolis. Number three, Blade Runner, 1982. Okay, all right. I agree with that too. I agree. Number two, Back to the Future. Okay, all right. I agree with that. Okay, all right. That's that's good. Yes. Dude, the new Blade Runner is sick as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah, the new Blade Runner is sick as fuck, bro. Back to the Future, hella, hella good, hell yeah. What is number one? What is number one? Number one! On RottenTomatoes.com the number one sci-fi movie of all time is... A Space Odyssey, 1968. What? I guess so. I, I, I guess so. I kind of don't remember it. 2001 A Space Odyssey.
I could see that. You know, Stanley Kubrick, man, that guy's a. Uh, I know what. We're I know, man. We're gonna find Lord of the Rings, man. We're gonna find Lord of the Rings up here. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, okay. Stalker, Primer, Jurassic Park. Is Jurassic Park sci-fi? Twelve Monkeys and number twenty-nine. That should be over there. Godzilla, ET, all the way at thirty-two, bro. Oh yeah, Planet of the Apes is a good one. Wally, -E, X Machina, Arrival, Looper at thirty-seven. Where is Lord of the Rings, bro? Total Recall at forty-three. Blade Runner, twenty seventeen. Number 50. Escape from New York. I like that. Avatar. Number 63. Jeez. Pacific Rim. Donnie Darko at 79. Independence Day 81. Jeez. Bro, where is Lord? I mean, is, where is Lord Viva Vendetta 94? Fifth Element. That was also another good one. How come I am not seeing this shit? I cannot believe... That I don't see Lord of the Rings in here. This has got to be the most, uh, you know, this, this list is officially discredited because I don't see Lord of the Rings. I don't see Lord of the Rings, bro. Starship Troopers. I saw Starship Troopers. It was, it was in there. But how could, how could, how could, how could, <sighs> How could this not have Lord of the Rings, bro? I cannot believe that. I can't believe it. What do you mean? Probably, uh, maybe they just considered it fiction. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Okay, man. All right. At 91% on the tomato meter. You're not, uh, Ron Tomatoes, you're not going to have Lord of the Rings in your top 150 sci-fi films of all time. I give you... Uh, That just pissed me off, bro.
Oh my god. Well, guys, it wasn't meant to be, huh? Well, you know, sometimes I uh, I just want to talk about different, like, news stories. And sometimes I, uh, uh, I would say like two to possibly three or four stories that I read on here is, is from odd news. It's from weird news. Because I feel like after all the politics, after all the world news and after all the technology news, uh, somebody, you know, a normal person like me just wants to hear weird news, bro. I bring you this. Return library book. Could be up to 100 years overdue. <laughs> United Press International reports. Officials at an Ontario library said a book recently dropped into its return bin is believed to be 100 years overdue. <laughs> what? You gonna tell me about Postmates? What do you want to know? You want to know anything about Postmates? Are you are you are you considering doing it? Is there uh, is there even Uber Eats and Postmates around your area, by the way? Because I could tell you anything about Postmates, bro. I love it. I love it, bro. I love Postmates. I love Uber Eats. I used to do DoorDash, but I just do Uber Eats and Postmates, man. You know, I I love it. Yeah. You know, okay. So here's the thing. You're not gonna be making a lot of bank. It's shitty money, but at the end of the day, it's money, okay? And you're your own boss, you know? Uh, Uber or Postmates tell you exactly how much you're going to make on a run, and it's your choice whether you want to uh, choose to accept that run or you could decline that run. But you don't want to decline too much because Postmates or Uber is going to be like, oh, well, this guy just doesn't want to take anything, so they won't send anything your direction. But if you do accept most of the runs, you know, you can make a decent, like, uh, it, it probably breaks down to over $20 an hour, between $20 to $30 an hour, depending on how much you're hustling. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's about how much work you put into it, right? I mean, there's going to be some days you kill it, and there's going to be some days that people just don't tip you because they're assholes, you know? And then you'll just... You'll just uh, wake up the next morning and try to do the same old thing over again in the hopes of people tipping you. But for the most part, people do tip you. My buddy says he makes around $20 an, an uh, hour, which is it's not bad at all. Are you kidding me? For having no boss and just for like literally doing this. Ring, ring, ring. Huh. $10 except pick it up. Drive to the place, drop it off. That's it for $20 an hour. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So yeah, it's it's uh it's uh it's it's pretty simple. I like it. And um you know, um I do feel like because of the pandemic, it it's uh, getting a lot uh it's getting saturated. Um there is more and more people doing Postmates. There's more and more people doing Uber and I would think because of the pandemic, there's 
less and less people ordering because they need to somehow hoarder their money they need to be frugal with it right so i would assume most people don't want to spend the money to pay the high premium of having whatever they want delivered to their door but at the same time you know i live in a pretty affluent part of la so but then sometimes we get deliveries to downtown la which uh a lot of homelessness and man i feel like every time i drive there i get typhus or some shit you know what i mean it's it's redonkulous bro redonkulous yeah why don't you apply man you should you should apply and uh actually just uh you know see how it goes i think you'll like it man Not around here, man. People order out so much. What do you mean people order out so much? Damn. Are, are, are you guys hiring? <laughs> Could I do tech support too, man? Tell me what company are they hiring? I'm trying to look for extra income here, man. Especially if I'm working from home. I think I'm pretty technically inclined, right? <laughs> nice. People are ordering from Uber Postmates because uh, they can't go into as many restaurants. Yeah, that's true, man. Cove Trust, it's uh, 40 hours a week. It's uh, veterinary soft software support. But these people actually pay to talk to you. It's not free. Oh, so it's like that. That's crazy. Well, damn, Jordan. Hey, good job, man. Especially the, uh, you're living in a place that, uh, you know, housing is pretty cheap, which uh, I'm highly jealous and I envy you, sir. You know? Of course, like, you know, like like what you know, me and my uh, me and the wife, we, we want to move out of California. Actually, I saw something from Tom Green and I'm at... I'm considering it, but I know it's not going to happen because my wife is definitely not going to support the idea. I say, let's just buy a van. <laughs> let's buy a big enough van where we could actually sleep in and just drive across country, bro. <laughs> I would love to do that. American support and software. Man, if there's... If, oh yeah, 100%, man. I mean, how it, it, like like places in the deserts, like how could you get internet? 
like, do you have to sign up for like Starlink, which is like the satellite internet or something? You know, because all I know is um, just cell phone towers. And if you're away uh, far enough from a cell phone tower, you can't get any service. You're pretty much fucked. You know. But what if you're like in the desert in the middle of nowhere, bro? Isn't it Starlink? Is, is, isn't it something that um, that you could, uh, no matter where you're at in the world, it could uh, you could still be connected to the internet because it actually connects to the satellite? I'm not sure, right? You could get it anywhere. Is that it's, it's Starlink Premium? Could you get it now? Then what the hell are we doing? What what, what the hell am I doing with AT and T still, man? <laughs> If that's the case, what the hell am I doing with AT&T, bro? Man. Well, you know, let's see. <laughs> Here it is. Starlink, high-speed internet uh, access across the globe with performance that far surpasses that of traditional satellite internet and a global network unbounded by ground infrastructure limitations. Starlink will deliver high-speed broadband internet to locations where access has been unreliable, expensive, or completely unavailable. Starlink is targeted service in the northern U.S. and Canada in 2020, rapidly expanding to near global coverage of the populated world by 2021. Oh, wow. Okay, so keeping space clean. Starlink is on the leading edge of an orbit debris mitigation meeting uh, or exceeding all regulatory and industry standards. At end of life, the satellite will utilize their onboard propulsion system to deorbit de -orbit over the course of a few months. In the unlikely event of the propulsion system, becomes inoperable the satellites will burn up in earth's atmosphere within one to five years significantly less than the hundreds or thousands of years required at high altitudes so this is a satellite right and that's where starlink is at 550 kilometers so, uh, regular satellites at 1000 kilometers and starlink at 550 kilometers okay Less mass, more compact. Each satellite weighs approximately 260 kilograms and features a compact flat panel design that minimizes volume, allowing for a dense launch stack to take full advantage of the launch capabilities of SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. Now, Starlink is uh, Elon Musk idea. Uh, is Elon Musk's idea, right? If I'm not mistaken. Wow, this is amazing. Singular solar array. Ion propulsion system. Star tracker. Autonomous collision avoidance. Ooh, it's amazing piece of technology, guys. How much is it per month? How much is Starlink per month? 
How do you know? How do you know a hundred dollars? Damn, man, you know that already, bro? <laughs> the early clues on what SpaceX Starlink will cost. Think you're gonna pay two hundred nine to get a router and modem? Don't you get? Don't you need a dish too or something? Max. Here he goes. NASA buys all helium producers and uses helium to balloon all the one thousands of satellites that can stay afloat for years. Space is fake. Earth is flat. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, I can't have that kind of language here, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm 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 a big uh, cosmology and uh, astrophysics guy. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Earth is round, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I gotta I gotta stick with my man Jordan here. I am chaotic from YouTube. Earth Earth is round, man. How do I know? Because I've read this book. I've read this book over and over again. And there's something about being round. He has a full chapter of it on, on, on being round. Right? And he puts it in layman's term, man. There's just something about the roundness. You know? And how you could prove that the earth is round. Even back in the days. Where, where they measured sticks, you could prove that the... Fuck that weasel. <laughs> Oh, Max. There goes Max again. Let's see. How much Starlink will cost? Alright, there you go. Vice that charges $102. $103 in average while UGNet charges uh, $94? Hold on. What, what? Okay, here you go. First, a quick primer. Analysis from High Speed Internet found that the average advertised internet package in the United States cost $50 per month during the promotional period and $60 thereafter. But that's if you're lucky enough to live near stable, well-connected infrastructure. Rural and less connected areas may have to uh, skip the weird, uh, to skip the wired approach if infrastructure is lacking, turning to the skies where satellites don't care about your local area. That's where it starts to get expensive. Analysis from Satellite Internet found that the average price of satellite broadband runs about $100 per month. Oh, there it is. They found there are two major providers. Visat charges $102 on average and Usenet uh, charges $94. Okay, let's, let's take a look at this. Let's, 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 let's really take a look at this. Well, 
I, I, well, I don't know about that, Max. <laughs> How it works. So Usenet is a satellite internet company. Okay, so how does satellite internet work? Step one, a request for a web page is sent from your computer to, to a satellite about 22,000 miles out in space. At this altitude, the satellite's period of rotation, 24 hour matches the Earth's, and the satellite uh, always remains in the same spot over Earth. Geosynchronous orbit. Okay, because internet via satellite is so technologically advanced. This distance hardly makes a difference to satellite internet speeds, even in rural areas. Step two, the satellite contacts a use network operation centers, NOC, which locates the specific website you have requested. Number three, step three, the website beams the information back along the same path to the NOC, then to the satellite, and then to your computer through Usenet, uh, Dish, and Modem. Aha, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we need to send Max to space, bro. <laughs> In your face, sucker. <laughs> Do you know you can't use cell phones on planes? That's because the towers don't point up. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I agree with Jordan, man. We need to send you to space, bro. Satellite internet coverage area. Look at that. <laughs> it's everywhere. Smart technology. How much is the prices, bro? Let's see. Let's see. Plans, plans, plans. Order online. Let's see. Los Angeles. Um, uh, what? Come on, man. Okay, well, if we can't do that, then I guess we got to go with Vice at. How much is Vice at? Why do all rockets go sideways? Sideways, all of them. <laughs> okay, Max. <laughs> Have a delusion. I'm uh, yeah. Well, okay. Same as as, as same to you, Max. <laughs> okay, here it is. Let me see. How much is this shit? What do you uh, 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 streaming rather all other? Okay. Internet speed, internet coverage area. No. Data caps. Internet coverage. Uh, let's say one to two. Hey, much love to you too, Max. Me and Jordan will wake up for sure. One of these days. 
me and Jordan, man, we're going to see that the world is not even flat, is not even round. We, Me and Jordan are going, going to realize that the earth is not round, that the earth is not flat, that the earth is just a simulation that we're all Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. That's what it is, bro. Request my free my free quote, man. All I know is it, that's gonna be expensive, bro. That's gonna be mad expensive. <laughs> You're like night, man. <laughs> oh, man. You know, some, some, some people are just, you know, they believe what they believe, bro. You know, uh, but. I would love to say that I'm a man of science and I think I am a man of science. I've, I've watched, uh, I've got my favorite theoretical physicists that I follow. I've got my favorite astronomers that I follow and I've got my, you know, my favorite astrophysics people that I follow, man. So that's who I get my information from. I, you know, I try not to get that stuff from, from people that I don't know. You know, and I tend to get information from people that, you know, that actually went to, went to college and actually, you know, did, did the, did the hard work for me. So, and they all lay out to be, you know, they all make very, very compelling arguments, all of them. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> this is a funny article. United Press International reports return library book could be up to 100 years overdue. <laughs> Officials at an Ontario library said a book recently dropped into its bin is believed to be 100 years overdue. The Fergus Library said a copy of Martin Sluizit, uh, Chiselwit by Charles Dickens by Charles Dickens was recently dropped in into the book return bin by an anonymous person. Library officials said that they don't have records of the book, but it bears a Fergus Library nameplate inside the cover, indicating it might have been from the facility's original collection when it opened in 1900s. Jeez. Officials said they aren't sure of when the book was last checked out. Quote, we're guessing from 100 to maybe 50 years ago, unquote. Chief Librarian Rebecca Hine told CTV, how much is it? 50 years ago. How much is that late charge, bro? You're going to have a book that's overdue for 50 years. 
The first paragraph should be how much is the penalty? Let's further read this, right? Heinz <laughs> uh, said if the book was checked out in 1941, it would have occurred late fees of about of about five hundred eighty dollars at the two cents per day rate. <laughs> oh my God, five hundred eighty bucks for an overdue book, bro. Man, I can't even imagine, man. It's an overdue book, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, if if I was going to give a book back to the library and it's 50 years overdue, you know what I mean? And it's 50 years overdue and then they tell me, oh, Mr. Rubio, uh, you know, your late charges are going to be $580. My next statement would be, well, I'm going to cancel my membership and uh, <laughs> I'm going to completely deny having that book. $580 for an overdue book. That's crazy talk to me, bro. <sighs> oh, man. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Fox 11, Los Angeles reports. Anaheim introduces new approach to creating affordable housing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Let's see. Anaheim introduces new approach to creating affordable housing. The city of Anaheim plans to lower rents at more than 1,000 apartments to create affordable workforce housing using a new state program avoiding additional expenses uh, for taxpayers. Affordable housing is an issue statewide. The state has certain mandates put on cities to create a certain share of affordable housing and Anaheim's share is not insignificant, said Council Councilman Trevor O'Neill, who leads, who leads the efforts for the city to join the program quote we're doing it creatively we're where we have other cities like los angeles and long beach but raise taxes and fees in order to fund their affordable housing project the affordable housing will be focused on anaheim's workforce including nurses first responders and teachers who may not qualify for affordable housing properties but struggle to meet rising rent prices where they work in anaheim the program issues tax-exempt bonds for the units and pays them back through the adjusted collected rent. It was created over the summer by the California Statewide Communities Development Authority, an agency that helps uh, provide funding for public benefit projects. Now, this is what I'm getting from this whole ordeal. We're having nurses. This, this is how bad it is to live in California. We're having nurses. We're having frontline people we're having people that work in the constructions we're having these what what are these so-called workforce housing because of rising rent they can't pay the rent this is how stupid california is they're gonna just put more programs like this and they're gonna freaking further tax people some more that's exactly what's going to happen where do you think they're gonna get the money for this 
affordable housing means more taxes. Basically, that's that's what that's what that means. You know how you make um, California? Um, do you know how you uh, have affordable housing in California? This is what you do. You move out. Like what I want to do. That's how you could get affordable housing by moving out of California, man. Come on. We're seeing examples over and over again, you know, and we're seeing it from people that's being paid a lot, a lot of money. And yet alone, like people like me who make not even a fraction of the money that Joe Rogan, Elon Musk and, and all these other people that's moving out of California make. I want to move out of California, too. <sighs> oh, guys. Well, guys, thank you for hanging on for another edition of In The Studio with Ruby. You guys are great, guys. You know what I mean? And, of course, uh, you know, I will be doing this tomorrow uh, in the afternoon at some time. I usually start at 3, but sometimes I, you know, sometimes, I, you know, I eat. I get into these food comas, and I'm just ultimately lazy till I get up from that nap. You know what I mean? So, um, just want to let you know, you guys could follow me on my socials on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Gab, and Parlor at Chris Ruby Artist. And I'm also on DLive at Chris underscore Rubio underscore Artist. Go ahead and give me a follow. And of course, guys, if you guys want to send me some money, I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger. Just go ahead, take a screenshot of this, and then call it a day, huh? Yep, that's what you got to do. And of course, guys, if you are on YouTube, like my man freaking jordan over there being a trooper as he always does make sure you hit that notification button and most importantly hit that subscribe button on your lower right hand side to support your boy thank you guys take care god bless peace out